You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Now, you may remember this story from last month. The Swiss watchmaker Omega alleged that three former employees were involved in a criminal plot that resulted in the sale of a fake Speedmaster at auction for more than $3 million. Well, it comes as a leading watch industry CEO has today sounded a warning over the rise of quality fake watches, what I see called as Frankenstein watches, pretty much everywhere. The CEO of Watchfinder & Co, Ian Vanderval, calls on buyers and sellers to be vigilant with even experts now struggling to tell the difference between genuine and counterfeit. And joining us now is Ian Vanderval, who's in the London Radio studio with us this morning. Great to have you on the programme. So you specialise in secondhand watches. How big of an issue is this now for you? Uh, first of all, good morning and thank you for having me. Um, it is, it, it's always been a problem. I mm. think uh, what we're seeing, uh, we have consumers who want to be associated with, with luxury brands. Um, and sometimes it's a matter of accessibility, the price point and beyond. Uh, but what we're seeing in the last years is that the level of sophistication of these fake watches um, is uh, increasing uh, significantly. So in the olden days and the authentication of watches, it, it's kind of art and science. So there is a, a checklist that we have, but our watchmakers, when they feel a watch, uh, they have a, a first impression if it's real or not. In the olden days, you would say that roughly 20% uh, of watches required really further inspection to understand if it was a real or a fake watch. Today, it's more 80-20, so it's the other way around, where we really need to do very thorough testing and inspection uh, to understand if it's a genuine watch or not. Where Are these being produced on the continent? Are they produced elsewhere? What, presumably, this is a function of those kind of record high prices that we saw for luxury handpieces, timepieces uh, during the pandemic and, and the stimulus checks that people were putting, kind of putting into play to, to snap up these, these watches. That must be a factor. And, and then again, where are they being made and to what extent is the industry coming together to kind of fight this? So um, it's really a global problem because in order to uh, create uh, watches of, of that uh, quality, you need access to uh, specific tools and you need real technicians. Mm -hmm. You need watchmakers to be able to put those together. Uh, so it's not necessarily uh, one specific region um, uh, where uh, it comes from. Um, as an industry, what we're seeing is that, so for us, all of the watches that we sell, we own. And before we buy them, uh, all of the watches go through a 60-step process. So it's uh, an inspection of the watch cosmetically, mm -hmm. but it's also uh, checking if the watch is not uh, registered on any lost and stolen uh, uh, databases. Uh, and then it's authentication steps to, to match the serial number with the documentation. Um, and then step by step, every part is uh, inspected, after which we look at um, the functioning of the watch 
watch and then depending on what work we find needs to be done um, we operate on these watches within our service center and that is something that is um, not a standardized process that is really our uh, process but as an as a one of the industry leaders we encourage the industry as a whole to adopt uh, similar practices so it's not just about fake watches but it's also very much about lost and stolen watches okay that's interesting what are the brands that are most faked so Rolex is uh, the most aspirational uh, luxury watch brand um, and uh, the highest demand, hence uh, it's the most uh, replicated. Um, but you today you see uh, replicas or clone watches, very, very high quality watches of virtually all of the big luxury brands. So the, the whole gamma uh, is uh, is represented today. For, for when it comes to Rolex, is there a percentage? Is it kind of 80% of the fakes are, are Rolexes? What, what's your kind of, what, is, is there a number you can put to that? Approximately, yeah, I, it's difficult to put a number to it. But if you look at the um, uh, the watch industry as a whole and uh, the the proportion that Rolex has within it, um, then you would say up to fifty percent is probably Rolex. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, up to fifty. Okay, fine. Has has it changed a great deal then? As we saw the kind of market boom, hmm. now prices are coming down in terms of the secondary market. Has the level of kind of fake watches that you're finding, has that changed in the last two, five years, compared to five years ago, two years ago? Yeah, so it, it's always been somewhat up and down. And um, the, the percentage of fake watches that we get in is anywhere between 10 and 7, 8% on a yearly basis. Um, as I said, I think the main difference that we're seeing is that the, the level of sophistication of these watches uh, is changing, but also that certain parts of the watch can be genuine, but then there's fake parts being used mm. um, uh, in the watch. Is there more that, that some of the luxury brands themselves could be doing? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of initiatives um, that brands are doing today. Uh, utilizing the blockchain, uh, for example, to to register uh, all watches as a unique piece on uh, on the blockchain, and um, there's also a lot of work being done uh, to understand uh, visual markers on a watch that make it very difficult uh, to mimic uh, the level of quality in a fake watch. And a bit then, like you might do with with banknotes, for example. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and uh, so th there are uh, various initiatives in the industry that are being done, and as a pre-owned uh, player, uh, being part of the Richemont uh, group, we also get to collaborate directly with the brands and, and support in that um, in that mission. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Richemont, uh, you know, Cartier, um, Vacheron, of course, not that, mm -hmm. own, own lots of those big brands um, and names. What do you do then if a customer sends in a fake watch, or what do you do if somebody complains? I think you yeah. know the watch I bought is fake. Or I don't know what's the. Well, process? that's that's complicated because in many cases we don't assume that there's any um, wrongdoing uh, from from the customer who wants to sell us the watch. So very often it's um, uh, met with surprise. Uh, depending on the jurisdiction, there's various things that we have to do. So in certain cases, we're not allowed to send the watch back. We need to hold on to it. In other cases, we can return the watch. But the return, first return the watch to whom? To the customer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it, it, the cases where it's us uh, selling a watch uh, that is um, then fake, that's our reputation that's on the line. And luckily, those cases are virtually non-existing in, in the 20 years that we've been uh, we've been around. 
but typically, those are quite tough conversations to have with uh, with our clients. Yes. Yeah, I bet that's a, probably a diplomatic way of saying or under underplaying how challenging that must be. That conversation. Talk to us about before we let you go about prices of, mm-hmm. of secondhand watches. They've come off quite a lot, particularly at the high end. Do you yeah. expect that to continue? Are we nearing a bottom? What are you so, seeing in terms of prices? Yeah, I think first and foremost, um, what we've seen this this whole speculative wave in the last two or three years, that is not necessarily what is at the heart of uh, pre-owned watches. So mm. pre-owned watches is very much either a gateway into luxury watches at a more friendly price point, or it gives you access to watches that have been discontinued or watches that have um, a, a, a different story to it. Um, speculation boom peaked really uh, April of last year and since then especially the the higher segment above 10,000 pounds have come down 30-40 percent we now see it stabilizing although it's still gradually um, sliding down for us, we as as watchfinder, we're not interested in kind of the next crypto run. So for us, it's not about speculation. Stability is good, and it's purely to do with our ability to buy watches at the price right price point to be able to sell them at the right price point. Ian, I cannot let you go without a mention of a few of your favourites. You must see tens, hundreds of the best watches out there for collectors at home. I'm sure listening, what yeah. are your favourites? I'm so I'm lucky that we're part of the uh, Richemont Group, and uh, Lange and Zone uh, is is one of the 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 brands, one of the the most established uh, maisons that we have, and uh, they released the Odysseus, which is their version of a steel uh, sports watch, and they just released the Chronograph in uh, uh, Watches and Wonders this year, and that to me is my my grail, uh, <laughs> but I have a lot more work to do before I can attain that. Okay, lovely stuff. Thank you so much, uh, Ian van der Waal, CEO of Watch Find. And Co, thank you so much for being in the Bloomberg Radio Studio. Lovely to have you. Success. It's discipline. It's teamwork. It's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel, it's where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.